Welcome, one and all, to the Games and App Podcast, the show where we share our opinions on all things gaming with you, our lovely, scruffy-looking, nerf-hurting audience. It hopes Who's to create looking <laughs> It hopes to create a positive community where gamers, both casual and hardcore alike, can share their own thoughts, opinions, and experiences. I'm Andrew Fiak. And I'm Brandon Carnahan. And joined with us today are a very special episode of the Games and App Podcast, a Star Wars-themed episode of the Games and App Podcast. In celebration of May the 4th, our friends, slash co-hosts, slash nemesis. <laughs> the guys from the Greedo Shop First Gamecast. That's not a we thing. Don't, we, don't, <laughs> we don't do games. That, that's not a thing. In fact, literally every time we've talked about games, one or both of you has been involved in <laughs> it. Yeah, that's, that's also true. true. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's just redo it. We'll take it from the top again. Okay, um, oh, it's Connor and Andrew Roman. Hey, hey what's yeah. up? <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> I swear to God, I did that better the uh, first time we did this. So, for those of you that are listening on the audio podcast, because there's not going to be any video for this one, uh, we ran into some massive technical difficulties. We wanted to do this nice thing for Star Wars Day, get together and put together a top five uh, combined list of what we deemed the best Star Wars games out there today. And uh, we were going to record it on video, we were going to record it on audio, make a nice little package for everybody, upload it to YouTube, upload it to Facebook, yada yada. And it just, every turn, uh, we ran into technical issues. Camera wouldn't work with the recording, it would shut off after a while, uh, and then we ran into some issues with the audio recording itself. So we've had half of this conversation already, but we're going to try to rehash things for you and give you guys just a quick rundown of what we went through and what we discussed. So the whole idea of the podcast is that we were going to take a combined uh, look at all the Star Wars games and everybody comp- compile their own top five list. We would share those top five lists with each other. And granted, we know what everybody's top five is now, but justifying the spots on your own list. Why did you put it there? Why this game over that game? And then take all of those lists and try to come up with what the definitive top five Star Wars games list would be. Yep. That is a, a <laughs> concise working summary of uh, everything that just happened. Yeah. Oh. I also shared a bunch of quick facts about Star Wars, and I also shared the highest grossing Star Wars games. So I think what we're going to do is we're going to post some of the past audio that we tried to get from the previous game or the previous. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll listen to it. If, it. if it sounds okay, it's going to go right here. If you're just coming back from hearing some audio, <laughs> that means everything worked. If you just heard me make a pause, <laughs> that means it did not work. Yeah. <laughs> do what you can. Yeah, we do what we can. No budget here. We are not sponsored. Uh, but we still have a podcast. And we we <laughs> haven't been, have been canceled. Yeah. Who did I request sponsor? Arby's. Arby's. Yeah. Arby's, get at us. <laughs> yeah. It would make more sense if you were here two hours ago. Yes. <laughs> I think that part should have been recorded. I think. I hope so. Maybe not. No, it was. It, it was, was recorded. Because it was during yeah. the facts. Yeah. yeah the so, facts. Yep. so if the facts worked, then, then Arby's, get at us. Then you understand this reference. <laughs> Guys, the facts were so good. Get they were, they, they blew us away. Uh, Connor was crying at one point because one of the facts just really Very touched factual. him. I was really upset. Man. It just, I, 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 I usually don't disagree with Roman, but 
Why number three? That's all. Yeah. I have. <laughs> yeah sorry. So before, so before we get into our combined list, I did want to run through quickly through everybody's list, um, and you can give a little bit of exposition as to why you put something somewhere. But just go straight five to one. What did you put down, Mister Andrew Roman? You are one of our guests today. Okay, we're gonna start off with you. I don't like having all this pressure on me, but I'll accept it. It is what it is. Uh, my number five choice was Star Wars The Force Unleashed. Uh, kind of like the first and arguably only game that really fully unlocked the power of the Force. Um, I mean, I think the game is held back a little bit by a somewhat unbelievable storyline, um, but it's well acted. I mean, Sam Witwer is a great uh, voiceover personality, and you know, and, and the experience itself is pretty expe- is pretty uh, awesome. Sam Witwer, fan of the show, talked about his game Days Gone last week. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Coming in at number four, I had Star Wars Battlefront 2 from 2005. So this is the original version uh, that came out, not the more recent EA version. And, I mean, it's it's pretty much the first game that I really remember playing extensively online, um, which... You know, has a special place in my heart, I guess, for that reason. Uh, but also, the uh, Galactic Conquest mode is fantastic. It's you know a much better story than than I think a lot of people give it credit for. Um, and it's also where we first get to see you know the starfighter combat and the heroes. Uh, and to me, that's you know a quintessential Star Wars experience. Uh, my number three choice was Star Wars Rogue Squadron Two Rogue Leader. <laughs> <laughs> which is a far superior game than the original Rogue Squadron that came out a few years prior. Um, and you get to... <laughs> well, I think you agree with that part of it. I do. I'm just messing Sorry. And the most important takeaway for me is that you get to play as the true hero of the Rebellion, Wedge Antilles. As well as... <laughs> Last time, last time. Um, but it's just a much more potent engine that allows for a lot more frenetic gameplay, uh, a lot more TIE fighters that appear on your screen at any one time, uh, which, I mean, it's just a great experience that I can remember taking part in with all of my friends who had GameCube along the way. Uh, number two on my list was Star Wars Jedi Knight Dark Forces 2. Which... <laughs> Uh, so, so, many, so much from the peanut gallery. <laughs> Which, I mean, to me, with all respect to the original Dark Forces, this is a much better game uh, that's enhanced by the fact that this time you get to wield a lightsaber. Uh, you know, the Kyle Katarnaverse of it all is probably one of the... I mean, to me, it was the first experience that I can remember having as a Star Wars fan playing a game that wasn't like strictly tied to the existing saga as it is um you know and it kind of allowed the characters to breathe and and you know and that's why to me Kyle Katarn is arguably one of my very favorite characters uh, and he goes on to you know achieve a lot if you're a fan of the expanded universe such as I am um and you know this is this is kind of the place where the EU became friendly to gamers and that's why it ranks second on my list. Did we did we establish um, in our previous discussion if Katarn is canon in any case? Uh, not he's not. He's not canon as of right now. Yeah. And I'll say again. Hashtag canonize Kyle. <laughs> and I will say again, it's gonna happen. I, it, I think it will. The same way it happened with Thrawn. Yep. 
Dash Rendar. Yeah. Yeah, Dash Rendar is considered a ca- canon character. So. Yeah. Starkiller is canon. No. Yeah, he's in he's in Clo- the Clone Wars, right? No. No, Sam Witwer is in the Clone Wars. Yeah, not as Starkiller. No, he, he plays he does No, he does the voice of Maul. Sorry, yeah. Maul, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's actually he does the voice of Maul in Solo as well. I could have yeah. sworn that he was in the Clone Wars animated movie as Starkiller. No, 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 no. Well, no, that he was He would have been way too young at the first place anyways. Yeah, for the first uh, Clone Wars movie. That was rumored, though, that he might come into season six of the Clone Wars, the original season six. Mm-hmm. Which there was an animated. There's an animated. Not to totally cut you off there. Isn't there. When we played last night, yeah. there was an animated skin that you could choose. For Starkiller. Yeah. From, like, the Rebels. From animated something. Movie, I, I don't or, know like, Clone what. Wars. Really? Animated movie. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I would have it, to see that. Yeah, if anything, it might just be something that like they added in extra. Like, Let me they, see if I can pull it up. In there. I don't yeah. know, but, but yeah. yeah, no, because at this point that he is not canon, they've they did discuss potentially bringing him into the Clone Wars, um, but then that was right when the Disney acquisition happened. Yeah. Got so it. and the game, I mean, I think the 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 story for Force Unleashed was what it was like five years after the Empire came to be or something like that like it was no 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 it was more it was closer to 20 because he was already a young boy well yeah i mean how old is leia in it she's like she's in her teens she's in her teens so it's probably almost set like in the rebels timeline yeah i'd say like almost maybe five years before like a new hope or something is there a rebels animated movie no not the rebels well no yeah there is it's like the first two episodes or something like that is the rebels movie but uh I don't know if he's in that or not. And all that stuff is considered canon? Rebels yes. oh, and yeah. Clone Wars? Okay. Well, aren't there some episodes of Clone Wars that are not canon? Yes. That's so yeah. confusing. Well, well yeah, that's why they're redoing lost... season six, right? Yeah. <laughs> Technically, it's supposed to be season seven, but season six was all lost episodes. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about this. Like, There's at least some arcs that you have to take out of the lost episodes to make them canon again. To the point where when they brought up the freaking trailer up at Star Wars Celebration, they brought up one of those episodes. It was, um, it was uh, not Cody, uh, Rex, talking about all of his fallen brothers. Yeah. And one of the brothers he brings up is someone who passes away in it, yeah. season six. In huh. season six, the biochip conspiracy storyline, which... Yeah. I mean, should I think... Be, it should be canon. <laughs> yeah, which I think personally we would say it might be our collectively our favorite yeah, storyline. It, it is one of the best ones um, out there. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to derail us. Yeah, no, <laughs> you were saying yeah. rival discussion. Um, your number one. Yeah, so my number one is uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old no, Republic. No, I'm saying you're my number one. Oh, thank <laughs> you. well, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic is my number one. Oh, okay, so, sorry. Yeah, um, yeah I, I don't know. I mean, there's. I'll just kind of now read some of the notes that I actually put down for this. I can't think of a game that gave you a better view of the Star Wars universe, let you play around in it, delivered a better, more well-thought-out story with you know an incredible twist, if you're not familiar with that twist. Uh, and there's no better supporting cast. And Oh, and I guess I did have a mention about the twist, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best twist in the Star Someone. Wars universe outside of Empire. Very Someone hasn't played it, so we're trying to avoid spoilers. Technically, yeah. I haven't played it. I just know it, so don't feel bad. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, like, shocked that I've been able to avoid spoilers for a game that's, what? Years old. It's like 16 years old, yeah, I think, I at this point. Well over a decade. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, in our previous discussion which you will hear referenced, I'm sure, more than one time. <laughs> yeah. um, Again, apologies. Yeah. Um, I, I did pick it up on 
the Steam sale that is currently going on. I think it's going on until the 9th, you said. I think I saw the 9th today. So if, mm-hmm. whenever you hear this, it should still be going on. Yeah, um, yeah go pick it up. Yeah, it'll be going on uh, going on until Thursday of uh, May, May 9th. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, lots, of, it, lots of good deals. I think it's three fifty right it's, now. It is three fifty. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> but I tried in earnest to play it uh, earlier this week and... I, I, because I want I want to know what these twists and this good story is, but the as I said earlier, the game is really getting in the way of the story. Yeah, and so. I can appreciate that. I mean, I I would say that it is. I have this very fond memory of my experience playing the game, but I probably haven't played it since it was. I won't say it was since it was a new game, but I'm betting it was like. I don't know, 2008 to 2010 was the last time that I played it. Not yeah. as far removed as you would be if you were playing it? Yes. In my position. Yeah, yeah. precisely. For sure. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I think in part it's like I love that nostalgia, but it's also it should be noted that it's like an early action RPG game. So mm-hmm. they hadn't really kind of solved all of the mechanics of actually, you know, making a fluid gameplay experience. It's a little stilted. Um, but the morality choices are fantastic. And, and, the, and some... To a certain extent, that's something that I really look for. So, is KOTOR two the same style of gameplay? Yeah, okay. it's the exact same it's style. The exact but it's, same. Style. It's <laughs> apparently the ending is unfinished. Interesting. It was rushed in development. I think it came out like it's, a year after the first one did, hmm. and it's widely regarded so as a as a, hmm. as a flop. Well, well, Bioware and Somni, if you've heard this, the actual like so they actually didn't develop the second one. Oh really? No, Obsidian yeah. did. Obsidian did. Mm. Who? <laughs> you know, only Fallout. only Fallout you know Vegas. Fallout New Vegas. <laughs> Interesting. And, wow. Like I, I remember playing those all those games around the same time, mm-hmm. and it was like, wow, is this like what Obsidian does? They just like lowball like the sequel, and then don't <laughs> decide decide literally. Oh no, we're not going to finish it. Which is <laughs> hilarious because New Vegas is widely regarded as the best Fallout yeah. game. Yeah. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Interesting. But Connor, yeah. you also had five Star Wars I games did. you like to play. <laughs> number, what were your top five? Number five is the uh, Star Wars Arcade Trilogy. Uh, we, we, we've said before, uh, I used to work at Chuck E. Cheese, and we had one of these things there, and it was one of the first times you could sit yourself down in the pilot seat and just really enjoy yourself and you know feel like you're involved with the you know with the fighting mm-hmm. and i would just i would abuse the hell out of it because we had a five gallon bucket full of tokens so. in the chuck e cheese in mascot chuck e. outfit yeah, yeah. exactly yeah <laughs> please it's a one one thing and i just like push them away so uh number four battlefront 2 2005 andrew already said as much uh you know it's it, it's great it's one of those games you can still come back to and play all the time um <clears throat> Number three is my episode three, the Revenge of the Sith movie tie-in game. It's one of the only like movie tie-in games that's like still viable and was actually really good when it came out. Yeah. It's like it's a rare gem anymore because you know movie tie-ins like when they came out it was like meh, kind of like like middle of the road kind of game action you can mm-hmm. get. You know sometimes it was great, sometimes it wasn't. This is one of those moments where it was just it was absolutely perfect. Question for you: What's up? I'm so, I think you mentioned previously that you still own the game, mm-hmm. and you, your PS3 is backwards compatible. It is, yeah. I would love to find a way to do a let's play and see that. <laughs> I'll try. I have I, I I have my PS3 set up in my living room. I just have to like actually plug it in and everything. Um, All we need is but, an Elgato. An Elgato. <laughs> That's Spanish for Elgato. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, it's a video capture card. It is good. It's good. Uh, number two is Rebel Assault 2. It was the first Star Wars game I ever played uh, with, you know, just uh, anything. It was I had to play. I had to play it on a PS1. Uh, I 
went out and bought a PlayStation 1 again. Mm. I mean, as recently as last year to play this game again. And, uh, yeah, you know, it, it, there's not enough to say about it. Live action cutscenes, simple mechanics, a little tough here and there, but fun times. And uh, mm-hmm. number one, it's always going to be my number one. I don't know why it's your number three. Uh, <laughs> Star Wars Rogue Squadron Rogue Leader. Uh, Rogue Squadron 2 Rogue Leader, the sequel. Because it's amazing. You can play every big battle, dude. You know, And I've played it, I mean, a number of times. So, I don't know. Short, sweet, to the point. And that's kind of where I'm at. And I've heard on a number of occasions you get to play as the true hero of the rebellion. <laughs> 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 yes, exactly. Yeah. All I'm saying is only one person was there for both Death Star <laughs> battles. Yeah, that's true. No, yeah. no. Jet Porkins. <laughs> Brandon, <laughs> what was your top five? My top five. Uh, so my number five spot, I agreed with uh, Roman as far as uh, the Force Unleashed being a good fiver on this list here. Uh, for much of the same reasons that he said, you know, it was the first game that really gave you a taste of uh, those Force powers and just, you know, really kind of taking that and cranking it up to 11. Um, you and I, Fiyak, we actually had played this last night and... Oh, we, wow, uh, we did? We did, yeah. No, if oh. you, I don't know if you recall, you know, 12 hours ago or so. Um, but we uh, we got a real kick out of the physics. And, like, mainly what I was doing was, like, I was just grabbing people and just throwing them, trying to get the kill cams, and they're just, like... <laughs> The most ragdoll ragdoll yeah. history. Brandon's yeah. like it's like somebody tied dumbbells to the hands and feet of everybody. <laughs> yes. and I completely believe toppling. that. Yeah. <laughs> so that was actually jellyfish in human form. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so that was my number five. Uh, my number four uh, was Lego Star Wars: The Complete Trilogy or com- was the Complete Saga? Complete Saga. Complete saga. Um, because that is, I feel like that for for being such a interesting take on Star Wars as far as like a video game goes, um, because it covers such a wide time span. And, I mean, it covered all the well, all the principal movies up to that point. And there is a is there a Last Jedi Lego Star Wars? Yeah, there's there's not a Last Jedi. Jedi. There's a Force, Force Awakens. Okay. Yeah, they had like a couple of DLC packs, but nothing for Last Jedi. Okay. So as far as the the OT and the prequel <laughs> trilogy go. Um, that is probably the one game that will give you all of that story yes. in game form, and just the the fact that it's Lego characters, it still uh, visually holds up today, and I think the gameplay is really solid. I remember putting a lot of time into those games, and the, the Lego games in general um, are all quite quite good and, and fun to play for you know all ages. Um, so for me, it had just you know a lot of staying power, and it's a fun game. Uh, number three on my list was EA's Battlefront Two. Um, mainly because uh, I just ha- I had better experiences with two other games, and uh, I'm I don't know I'm the whole microtransaction thing is kind of like a pet peeve sort of topic for me, so uh, it kind of impacted how I put it on the list. But uh, where it is now, it's by far the the best that it's ever been. It's still really fun. They've they've rehauled the the progression and and all the stuff that was kind of impacted by the microtransactions. So now it's a you know it's a great game. You could go into it not having any knowledge of the microtransactions and still have a uh, a great time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think you could argue like if the game that's out there now released at launch, it would easily be like an all time great. Yes. Yeah. yeah. People would be holding it up as yes. high as they were holding up the original Battlefront Two, in other words. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. It, it just, just turned, turned way too many people, people off. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
number two on my list was the original Battlefront 2 because that was like my first like console uh, online game that really kind of made me think like that that was a viable thing to have for you know future consoles. Um, played a ton of it. Had like uh, Andrew said, had a great uh, Galactic Conquest mode. Uh, like the storyline follows the five of first, which was really interesting. Like up to that point, like you really didn't have like a ton of information on it. And I think we had said earlier that that coincided with Revenge of the Sith. Basically, yeah. yeah. It was just the way it came out. It was just that's where all the. I mean, that's where the story came really comes in and everything. Yeah. Um, and then correct me if I'm wrong, but like Revenge of the Sith, that's really where they like started talking about like the origins of the 501st. Yeah, it was the first time it was really brought up, I believe. Yeah, I mean, there is a point on Star Wars The Clone Wars um, where they start referring to themselves as the 501st. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they probably were always called the 501st, but they actually like, you know, wear it as a badge of honor. Yeah, that's their deal. It's Anakin's Legion at that point. Yeah. It eventually becomes Vader's Fist. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, but but, but eventually, eventually, throughout the course of uh, Revenge of the Sith, we do see that transition from just being like a really efficient task force to like these guys are hardcore. Yeah. Um, and number one on my list is Dark Forces Two, Jedi Knight. Mm. <laughs> uh, my I like favorite that game. choice, Brandon. Yeah. I, I, I figured you would. <laughs> uh, I just had some somewhere in the back of my mind. I just like, I knew that you would have that pretty high up on your list. So, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's, this was by far. I think like as far as like first person like story based Star Wars games go, this is that definitive first person shooter as far yeah. as Star Wars goes. Um, this was, if not my first, one of the first actual true like three D first person shooters that I had ever played. Um, so it sticks with me for that reason. It's still you know really fun gameplay wise. Um, lots of interesting items and weapons. I think we mentioned the carbonite rifle before, where it lets you freeze enemies and then smack them with the butt of the gun. Yeah. Um, probably the first true lightsaber wielding game. Yeah. Um, aside from maybe the uh, the arcade ones. Yeah. Uh, but this is the first one where you really like do a lot of stuff. And I think there was like some. We talked about this last night as well. Some like low level of like dismemberment of the like stormtroopers and stuff. When I think you're right. Yeah, like yeah. just cut off an arm, maybe a leg. It's yeah. very hard to find lightsaber dismemberment in a Star Wars game. They had, yeah, they had it in Episode Three. Yeah, they were not like because you were fighting droids at first, and then all of a sudden you start fighting the clones because when that's when Order Sixty Six yeah. happens. And next thing you know, you're beheading them and stuff like that. Like it, it, you get the, you get that far ahead. Jeez, yeah, <laughs> hardcore. No. You could do the same thing in Force Unleashed as well. So, yeah. um, there's no dismemberment in Force Unleashed. We were <laughs> yeah, playing it last we night. Went, went just ragdolls. Yeah, yeah, we were. We were just all the ragdolls. We were completely mis- misremembering that. Misremembering the dismembering. Uh, uh, last, you? yeah, positive. All right, hundred <laughs> percent. Were you playing it on Xbox or anything? Or were you playing it on? We were doing the PS Now stream, so it's technically a PlayStation Three. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, last thing I want to say about Dark Forces before we turn it over. Dank to, Forces. Uh, Dank Forces. <laughs> Before we That's turn right. it over to Andrew, uh, the live action cutscenes yes. were like yeah. a defining feature of that game, which I think 
Did, did any of the other Jedi Knight series have? Like, None of the other Jedi Knight series had them, but uh, Rebel Assault Rebel had Assault them. Did. Yes. Yeah. Rebel Assault 1 and 2. Yeah. I was always, like, surprised growing up to, like, learn that there was, that, like, Kyle Katarn wasn't, like, a movie character. That I just, <laughs> right. That I didn't just not remember right. You him. just forgot that he yeah. was in the Mos Eisley Cantina. Yeah. <laughs> because I just have such visit, vi- like, vivid memory. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I have such vivid memories. Uh, you know, of the cutscenes from Dark Forces too. So. Yeah, they are really well done, and they still hold up in a yeah. Star Wars fashion because it was filmed by the same people, minus mm-hmm. George Lucas. That was probably the first time that they had excessive blue screen. Yeah, <laughs> in, yeah. In a Star it was Wars a, it was a bad trend, but uh, yeah, yeah they really wrong. blew their screen with that one. Yeah. <laughs> um. So my top five, number five. Uh, I just put it all together, the Lego Star Wars series, because there's so many different Lego Star Wars yeah. games. Um, I, I think it's hard to find a, a Star Wars game other than maybe a, a handful that give you the full Star Wars experience, mm-hmm. and I think this is one of those few games, and it, you can't not smile when you're playing a Lego game. It's true. It, just, it really just makes you happy yeah, the entire well time. They're well done games it. in general. Yeah. Yeah, they are they do get really collectathony and that's why I have it so low on my list. Sure. Um number 4 maybe a little bit low on my list, I put Knights of the Old Republic. And the only reason I put that is because it's by far the best single player Star Wars story you can get. I totally agree with Roman on that. The only thing that I I don't agree with and to to Brandon's point, the gameplay does not hold up in my opinion it's very hard to get back into it these days it seems like a game that i look back fondly on and remember having so much fun with because nothing was like it at the time but with all the advancements that we've had it's like one of those games like goldeneye or mario kart 64 like you think like man that's one of the best games of all time everybody holds goldeneye as the best shooter of all time you go back and play goldeneye you're gonna throw up after 30 minutes yeah well to sidebar, speaking of throwing up, this is something we did not talk about before. We played Bounty Hunter last night. <laughs> Holy crap. That camera, <laughs> atrocious. Like, yeah. It's not like a fixed camera where it just like stays facing your back. Like It is basically glued to your back. Like The camera itself, basically, you could think of it as like there's a, you have a backpack with a pole. <laughs> yeah, like a 10 foot pole behind pole. you. <laughs> so every time you move your shoulders, the whole camera goes as well and we're like just like little adjustments and like trying to like walk a straight line we're over there going because it was just all over the place yeah it does it that game also doesn't really hold up as well as i remember it but that's the only thing and and mmo style gameplay was never really my thing yeah um so that just kind of turns me off to the idea of hopping back into kotor um my number three was jedi knight three jedi academy and the reason why I put this game on my list is because it was one of the first games that I remember you being able to create your own custom Jedi player. You could be Sith, you could be Light, you could be, you know, whatever Jedi you wanted to be. You had your own lightsaber, mm-hmm. you could make the color. It had awesome lightsaber battles. You could play multiplayer online and fight against other people with force powers and lightsabers and stuff. I don't think they are. I think you have to do it local. Um, but... Uh, and to a point that I made earlier uh, when we recorded the last one was um, the Kyle Katarn arc, I totally agree with Roman, is one of the best extended universe 
arcs that we've gotten in gaming because it really establishes that there's more stuff out there than just the 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 big names that we know from the original trilogy and, and subsequent movies. Mm-hmm. Um, Katarn really establishes himself as like the right hand man to Luke Skywalker, um, takes over as Grandmaster when he's not there, runs the temple, runs the whole or- operation, and just an amazing character and an amazing story arc. And being able to not necessarily play as him like in the other Jedi Knight games, but get to be under him and train under him as an apprentice, as a Padawan, is such a cool experience. And I find it hard-pressed to find another one that captures that same motif. Um, My number two, uh, and Connor and I agreed on this, was the Star Wars <laughs> was the Star Wars trilogy arcade. Yeah. There is not a better Star Wars vehicle experience hands down. It captures the original trilogy so well. You get to play through all the major scenarios. You get to play through the Endor on the speeder bikes. You get to play Hoth and the snow speeders. And you get to play through Yavin with the X-Wing. You get to do the trench run. You get to shoot some Wampas. You get to not shoot Ewoks. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and then, you know, we, we were talking fondly about, you know, when you used to be at the arcade and that was the big game, people would crowd around the machine when you'd fight Darth Vader or you'd get Boba Fett or God forbid you get through the original three levels and get to the fourth special level, which was the second Death Star run. You have to actually go into the core and escape. Uh, man, I think I just have such fond memories of that game. And if I were to start my own home arcade and I had unlimited money, that would be the first cabinet in, in there. Hands down. Agreed. Not even a question. Crown jewel. Yeah, yes. Exactly. Yeah. Centerpiece. And my number one, which may get me a little bit of flack here, was EA's Battlefront 2. My reasoning for that was, you know, Brandon mentioned a lot of the microtransactions and a lot of the history with the game when it launched. And I totally agree with that stuff. It's disgusting. There's no place for it in games. Keep that stuff on my phone. Get it off of my console games. However... With the state the game is in now, all the content that's there, everything that you can possibly do, all the free updates that they've had, I am very hard-pressed to find a better Star Wars at-home experience. You get to play through every scenario you can possibly think of. There's online multiplayer. There's a pretty cool single-player story mode. It's not the best single-player story mode, but it's got its moments. Definitely serviceable. Definitely serviceable. Um Oh, there's all the arcade stuff that you can play through, all the little mini episodes, and then the big online galactic battles. You've got Conquest stuff. You've got the new... They they did a rehash of Galactic Conquest. And you get to play as whoever you want and working your way through being a grunt all the way up to a Jedi or a Sith. You know, I, I just find it hard to find a better experience. I mean, how often do you get to play in Cloud City and see Kylo Ren go against Count Dooku. Like, that stuff's awesome. And it's just, Roman mentioned it best and he described it best. It's the best Star Wars sandbox experience. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, the, if you invited your buddies over your house and you had a bunch of Star Wars action figures, this is what you do on your carpet (laughs) in your playroom. You'd be like, all right, let's set up this massive battle. Here we go. (laughs) And it would be Battlefront 2. But yeah, I I, I love it. I think it's a quintessential Star Wars experience. makes me feel powerful uh, and is very rewarding these days. Yeah. And to give a little credit to the notion that, you know, I think people have kind of forgiven and forgotten a little bit with sure. the Battlefront 2 yeah. backlash. I, I saw something a couple months, or maybe not a couple months, maybe a couple weeks ago, uh, that, that highlighted that basically their actual usage rates have increased back to where they were at launch. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Which is, you know, pretty remarkable for a game that's, you know, almost a year and a half old at this point. Yeah. 
I mean, obviously, they're, you know, it's kind of operating in its own space. There's not a lot of other games like it out there necessarily. But right. uh, yeah, but I mean, I think that's a, a real testament to it. I mean, I can remember playing a few months ago where it was like, man, you know, it's taken a while for this server to load. Like, I can't mm-hmm. find a Starfighter Assault. I can't find a, you know, a, a, you know, the Galactic Assault is half bots. It's, you know, it's not yeah. quite as authentic. But now, I mean, it's it takes no time to launch new game modes uh and yeah i mean it's it's pretty incredible in a lot of ways yeah and if you're listening to this right now uh the week of may the fourth and the preceding days it's on sale right now for seven bucks both on origin on your on your pc and on playstation 4 and xbox one you're hard pressed to find a better star wars experience for that coin get at it if for some reason you're listening to this later um it does go on sale pretty frequently Yeah. yeah But, I mean, pick it up. It's, yeah. in my opinion, it doesn't get better than that. If you're a multiplayer person and you just want something that isn't, uh, you know, your subsequent military shooter, Call of Duty, Battlefield, this is a good change of pace. Yeah, yeah definitely mm-hmm. agree. Yeah. yeah, you're totally right. All right. Well, that was all of our top fives. Again, we went through those earlier in a lot more detail. Hopefully, we can pull some of the audio from that experience if you guys want to hear that. And we'll try to give you a little yeah. little freebie episode later in the week. Um, but what we'd like to do right now, uh, we're going to take a little short break here. And then we're going to come back and we're going to do a combined effort to see what we can do to get the five best definitive Star Wars games. Period. End of story. <laughs> we'll see you in a few. And we're back. Okay, so we've taken all of our top five lists and we have put together all of the games that match up. Some of them were voted twice. Some of them were voted three times. None of them were voted five times. Well, that would be impossible. It would be impossible. (laughs) (laughs) I meant four. But yes, four. Yeah, we had no actual consensus, which nice. Nice. Yeah, that's kind of cool. And I yeah. think we were the discussion we were having offline was it really speaks to our style of gameplay and what yeah. games we gravitate towards. That's fair, yeah. And I think that's I, I think I find that fascinating. Also, I just didn't own a gaming PC, so there's that. That's true. <laughs> but a lot of the Star Wars games you can play on PC, you can play everywhere else. I know, yeah. For the most part. So the games that we had combined uh, in no particular order, Lego Star Wars series, Star Wars Trilogy, the Arcade Cabinet, uh, Force Unleashed 1, EA's Battlefront 2, the original Battlefront 2, Dark Forces 2 Jedi Knight, Knights of the Old Republic, and lastly, Rogue Squadron 2, Rogue Leader. Nice. Yes. So I think the game that takes the cake here is the original Battlefront 2. Because it was the only game that showed up three times on three separate lists, mm-hmm. pretty high up. I would agree with that. It was Brandon's number two, it was Roman's number four, and it was Connor's number four. Yeah. Yes. So I think by far, I think the original Battlefront 2 is definitively number one. I would agree yeah. with that. You guys I, agree I'm with that? Cool no with that. qualms whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. It's up there. Yeah. Even in the state it's in today. It oh, is yeah. totally worth going back and playing that game. And I, said I it completely before. agree with you guys. You, you can pick it up and play it anytime. You could never, like, you can, you know, if you're just looking for something to do that's Star Wars related and you haven't touched it in a while, it's you know, it's not impossible to pick up and play again, like some of these games are. Right. No, it's yeah, very it's, familiar. It's, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and it's not so aged at this point that it's inaccessible exactly. you know, beyond recognition. Yeah. Yeah. They're very user-friendly games because, like we were talking about before, when you go back and play some of the other games, like Bounty Hunter 
and maybe like Obi Wan or like Jedi power battles, or like some of the older, like the old Terrace Phantom Kasai. Menace game or <laughs> guys, Terrace Kasai. They control. They're they're very much a product of their time. Yeah, let's put it that way. And it's yes. very hard to get back into that. But the Battlefront games pretty much play like any Call of Duty, any Battlefield game that you're used to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The controls are pretty much the same. And it's it's freaking Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Why yeah. would you not want to play that? Exactly. I used to obsess over like doing the Starfighter mm-hmm. combat, but then like flying into the opponent's base like capital ship capital ship and then getting out and yeah, just like trying to stuff yeah just the best. like it, was, it never did anything but it was so much fun i'm gonna have to do that when i get home yeah yeah <laughs> all right so the number two spot up for debate i i think is between two games three games actually it's between three games dark forces 2 yes rogue squadron rogue leader yes. rogue squadron 2 rogue leader excuse me and knights of the old republic well i mean between those three which do you guys think deserves the number two spot? Probably Kotor. It's coming from me. I know it's like it's crazy because I love you know I love Rogue Squadron and everything, but Kotor was just it, it paved the way. And I mean, more more often than not, people who don't even play the game they know about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I could probably line them up, you know out of a lot of people they could tell me more about Kotor than they could ever tell me about uh, Rogue Squadron because it might not be in their wheelhouse. But right again, like. KOTOR is just one of those games that was just a staple in Bioware in general, and then later on became something, you know, much familiar. Like, everyone knew about it because of the Mass Effect series and everything like that, and they just, maybe people who were fans of Bioware in general and got Mass Effect wanted to see what else they've done, yeah. and so they would go back and get KOTOR and just opens up a whole new thing. So, through that, I would say, in my, in my opinion, KOTOR has to be number two. Yeah, I think it's probably... The most impactful out of those three in mm-hmm. terms of just like Star Wars games and then just games industry as a whole. So I, I would agree with KOTOR. I don't, I don't I don't really know what's happening here, but I actually I kind of almost want to disagree. Oh, <laughs> I do. Too. I do, too. Okay. Interesting. I do, too. Why? Uh, so, I mean, I was doing it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take mine back. <laughs> I, I, like, so I totally, mm. you know, agree with all of that and I agree that it was a, you know, a trailblazing contribution. But at a certain point, like, I don't know, I would still say that if you're looking at that kind of defining line in terms of a star wars game i i think personally i would put dark forces in that spot if that's that's the way that you want to rank it or if you want to go by gameplay i think rogue squadron is probably the best of the three right gameplay is still solid yeah compared to the other two like you can pick that up no problem i can't speak to rogue squadron because i've never played rogue squadron 2 and to its disservice it was only available on one platform yeah, it was exactly. only available yeah. on GameCube yeah, that's yeah. so part. one of the best Star Wars games of all time is only available to people who owned a GameCube mm-hmm. um, but you know KOTOR was released on Xbox and PC and, and whatnot and then Dark Force I, 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 I have the, almost the same argument that Roman does I think Dark Forces 2 gave us a cinematic Star Wars experience before all these other games. Right. And yeah. it really set and it and it paved the way for the Katarn arc. And I think the yes. Katarn arc, uh, the Kyle Katarn arc is so important to Star Wars gaming mm-hmm. because it it, ex- it expands the universe, it gives us the extended the, the EU that we were looking for um, and really establishes the way for all other Star Wars games right. to, mm-hmm. that subsequently follow. Like Roman had said before, that was like truly like the first game that really showed that the you could set a story aside from the main characters yeah. in the movies and it could survive on its own. So yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It's a tough call for me. Um, yeah. I mean, do you want 
what <clears throat> which one is a better Star Wars game or which one is a more important Star Wars game. I would say Dark Forces 2 is a more important Star Wars game, but I think a better game is KOTOR. I would play Dark Forces 2 before I played For KOTOR. Sure. Yeah. So I that's a tough one. We we might have to let that one uh, stew for a minute and come okay. back we, to it. Can we kind of agree that they are tied at two there, KOTOR and uh, Dark Forces? As far as I'm concerned, I think Rogue Squadron 2 keeps the three spot. I can't decide between... Or I, it keeps the four spot. I can't decide between KOTOR and Dark Forces 2. Well, I mean, I don't see a problem with that. If we're if we're evenly matched on this point, where you have KOTOR, you have Dark Forces, why not just leave it at that? <laughs> well, after all this discussion, I don't know where I stand. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Yeah. Well, look, like I said, I, I'm neutral just because I, if I've played any of these games, it was at a very minor capacity. Like, I've never actually, like, completed it or started it or mm-hmm. anything like right. that. Right. So. And that's fair. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, as I say, it's like I... To me, KOTOR scratches a certain itch... That, you know, I mean, obviously I'm kind of the one that ranked it so highly that puts it into this consideration. Right. Um, it's your fault. <laughs> yeah, it's all my fault. Um, you know, but I am willing to kind of say that I think that the the Kyle Katarn of it all kind of outweighs slightly the, you know, the cast of characters that we get in Knights of right. the Old Republic. And, not, and not, to, not to build on that, not to cut you off, but to build on that. Dark Forces 2 spawned three more Kyle Katara True. games. Yes. True. Yeah, I mean, Knights I, of the Old Republic is a very good self-contained story that yeah. has a sequel, but it doesn't directly pull from right. the first game, and the first yeah. KOTOR. And, yeah, and to get into that a little bit further, like to explain you know, to the, the gaming crowd that maybe don't know, that doesn't know the Star Wars of it all quite as well, the sequel uh, was done by Obsidian, and they kind of never finished it. Right. It doesn't really have a strong ending. Mm-hmm. Um so then eventually they did write a novel basically telling the rest of the Revan storyline. Yeah. Which the community of, of gamers and developers went back, mm-hmm. modded KOTOR 2. Yeah. So you can download a modded version on PC that fills in all the gaps that were left out by Obsidian and rewrites the ending and gives you alternate endings to that arc. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you are so inclined to go yeah. and venture out and seek that. But if I'm being honest, I don't like I don't like the way that story goes. I mean, maybe that's like me expressing like a personal bias. Are we talking me- the Revan book? Yes. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't like the Revan book. Um, so to me, it's kind of like this: the lasting staying power I think is stronger with Dark Forces than it is with Knights of the Old Republic. I agree with that. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll jump with that. Let's make it Dark Forces. Dark Forces two takes two, <coughs> yeah, and then Code Tour three. In KOTOR 3. Honestly, I mean, like I said, and even to that end, you know, I've, I've never played KOTOR, but I've read all the novels that are set in the timeline and stuff like that, including Revan. And, I mean, just from what I've heard, you know, it's there's so much to that game that it, it does have its own kind of, you know, to make a space pun, its own gravity to it, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, but, I mean, you can't argue with the fact that Kyle Katarn is just... He made a name for himself to the point where he became just a big figure in extend, you know, in the extended universe. Mm-hmm. So, versus you know, Knights of the Old Republic or whatever. I'll be interested to see if uh, the Benioff and Weiss trilogy does end up taking place in that 
yes. kind of old republic time frame. I mean, which I mean that's what, like three thousand years before? Yeah. Sometimes four thousand. Well, so, yeah, so I think where you're at. Yeah, so like the, the Kotor one and two games are about four thousand years BBY BY. <laughs> before the Battle of Yavin. Which is insane. Um, yeah. And then the old Republic MMO game is set about 3,000 years yeah. before. So it is there is a significant time jump between the two, Yeah, even so you, though it's all kind of the same right. thing. So it, even if they do an Old Republic, it could still be 1,000 years removed from no, either of those. No, we yes. had even said as much, like, you know, if, if that's the case, we might see some familiar characters who have those extended lifespans. Mm-hmm. Like, we joked maybe we could see Yoda or even Maz Kanata, because they both yeah. proffer that they have, like, over, you know centuries old age and stuff like that you know so it could yeah, be for all we know it could be set like what 900 years 200 years prior <laughs> to uh bby or something like that and it just you know it would technically be considered the old public i guess yeah you know the thing i love about the old republic is the fact that like almost nothing's changed like maybe just the aesthetic of like the ships themselves and stuff like that yeah but Everything else is just kind of like, yeah, we can still, you know, basically travel through time to get from one edge of the galaxy to the other. No big deal. But I don't know. Just random thought. Yes. No, and it's true. And like, you know, all of the droids are very similar. Like lightsaber technology is not any different. Well, yeah. So the Jedi, like the Jedi, like the J-E-D-A-I, like apostrophe I or whatever the fuck it is. Oh, God. So, is that an Amish cool. guy? <laughs> Jedi? Uh, Jedi. Yeah, Jedi. Did he yeah. build my shed? The the original like <laughs> the original Jedi's like had the a battery pack that was like on their belt. And like it, it, imagine like just, you know, a hose coming from a battery pack to the end of like this cylinder and that's your lightsaber. I actually saw a guy that tried to build a lightsaber and all it was it was like a I think it was a tungsten core and then something like some kind of sheathing and all it was just like metal that got like hot enough to like melt their stuff yeah and it was exactly like that it was like a giant battery pack like more or less the size of a car battery that he had like on, on, his, pack, on his pack yeah with a hose <laughs> that's how you do it man <laughs> seems, so you seems very practical and safe yeah oh yeah <laughs> so you figure out how to like compress energy from kyber crystals you know then you know yes. you gotta use what the you know the old jedi did you know? I would- and I would think that would make for some very impractical uh, lightsaber battles. Just like, here you go. I just, well, yeah, just take I a just step back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All you do is like you don't hold it out because then you expose the wire. It's, you're you're yeah. screwed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, wow. Every ev- almost every game where you play as a Jedi has lightsaber throwing. Yeah. yeah. I, what, why don't game. we? Why don't they do that more in the in the cinematic universe? It's uh. an excellent question. Everybody does it. Every Jedi game you can play, you can throw your lightsaber. Mm-hmm. And I remember specifically in Jedi Academy, which is great. It's the same thing with two and, and Outcast. You just throw your lightsaber out, and then you just leave your arm out, and it just twirls around mm-hmm. in space indefinitely until it hits something, and then it comes back to your hand. So the whole time you're just like wow, 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 and then it comes back to you. Vader. I think is probably the only instance we've ever seen in the yeah. cinematic that's universe. That, yeah, that set it all off. It was yeah, in, it was it. in what was a Jedi. He throws it up at Luke when he's up when he has a high ground. He's like, I've seen this before. You're not doing this to me again. Yeah, just massive clever, PTSD. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't actually a move. He was just panicked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pull that back. Kenobi. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> so accurate. <laughs> All right, wow. so what? Number four, Rebels, uh, uh, Rogue Squadron? Rogue, Rogue Squadron 2. Rogue Leader, yeah. Uh, Which I need to find a way to go back and play. We'll figure it out, man. I'll see if that can be on. Like I said, dude, it's, if you go the whole GameCube route, the system is going to cost way less than the video game. So, Well, I have a Dolphin emulator that somebody gave me that I play ROMs of games that I have previously owned. <laughs> you definitely <laughs> own real copies of that. Yes, I do. But I So I'd have to buy a copy of Rogue Squadron yeah. first. Then. Nobody who cares is listening to this so, yes <laughs> all the same yeah, yeah you go to the exchange or something you'll figure it out probably uh all right so for number five what so exactly can we number contest? five is going to be tough so there's a there's a four-way tie right now for five and i want us to pick a definitive game that fits this spot okay and i think we'll know which one it is the lego star wars series mm-hmm. force unleashed the star wars trilogy arcade cabinet and battlefront 2 by ea you know what that's actually kind of harder than i thought it was going to be in my opinion, I would have to say maybe just the Lego games, uh, and as a collection of all, not just a complete saga. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I say that is because it's, it's right. A, I say series is in all Lego yeah, Star Wars yeah. games, yeah. but you could pick that and just you can have fun with it. Almost anyone could pick it up and play it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, some of the best memories I have of like playing with my fiance is just the Lego games in general. And Star Wars was just you know, it was an easy calling. Like we both like it. We both like the Harry Potter ones. We like the Lord of the Ring ones. All this kind of stuff. They, it is the, the most greatest. accessible game on it, this list. It's also just so pitiful to think that this is a kids game, and when you can't figure out a puzzle, you have to just like think of like, how am I this pathetic? <laughs> like you know, it's like this was, was made for seven year olds, and I can't even figure out how to lift a boulder to the right edge of this skull, fi- like you mm-hmm. know. And, put it together or whatever but yeah i mean to that end yeah because the, the complete series it includes everything between one through six uh, the clone wars uh and then they have the the force awakens ones as well mm-hmm. you know it's all there and you know it kind of covers a lot yeah how it, many, it, everyone plays it. how many star wars games can you pick up and play through episodes one through six, seven or seven yeah that including point. force awakens yeah, yeah. I, I, that's pretty special i still argue Battlefront 2 is the best Star Wars sandbox experience you're going to get. I agree with that, too. But also, Force Unleashed is special in its own way, because it kind of breathed new life into Star Wars games. Yeah, yeah. came out of nowhere. It did come out of nowhere, because and they, they gave us a game we didn't know we wanted, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it, it, it built on that cinematic storytelling uh, that we were accustomed to that was being introduced in Dark Forces 2. It gave us a whole new character that Brandon, you aptly mentioned last night when we were playing that I don't remember another game this time where I looked at a character and recognized that's an actor right. yeah. that's being portrayed in that game. Yes. Yeah. Dark Forces 2 did that a long time ago because you know you have an actor playing Kyle Katarn, right. but still, it's just you, it's still incredibly impressive. It, the, the, how much he looks just like his actor role or whatever. Yeah, it's annoying how much when you play Days <coughs> Gone, you look at him and you're like, "That's Star Killer. Yep. That's Star Killer." Yeah. It's it's annoying. Uh, well, I would just say that to that end, like it's it was a nice like it was a nice change of pace from different it, to play Force Unleashed again would be like a nice change of pace from what kind of games we have nowadays whether it be like multiplayer battle royale or anything like that or even just your own you know sandbox-esque games like Grand Theft Auto or something you know like open world it's just a it's straight it tells you where to go but it also gives you plenty of room to maneuver and explore mm-hmm. Uh, there's plenty to add on to uh, customize your character, and just the—I mean—the force moves alone. Like they—they they felt real. You felt like you were actually performing these 
feats of a lot of it is the fully destructible environments exactly everything would blow up everything can be Mm -hmm. manipulated the way you had to get through the door yeah just blow it in it was just amazing when we were playing through it last night brandon was reminded that you can like you start off in like a tie fighter hangar yeah and you can pull the tie fighters off from Mm -hmm. their docking stations and then just throw them at crowds of stormtroopers like it is it's it's a total non-canon power trip that if it's it's the one of the best what if Star Wars scenarios. It's like, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, what if you just like could like inject steroids into the force? Like, what would that, <laughs> that be would like? Be, it would be this, and that's this, because nobody has done anything on par to what you can do in these games in the cinematic no. universe. I don't even no. know about the EU. No, there's there's too much to go over in EU because that also includes the Force Unleashed novels. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> there's I've only read the first novel because I refused to get the second novel because mm-hmm. the game was terrible. Like, all right, give credit where credit's due. Force Unleashed 2 was Force Unleashed, just six extra missions. Right. And Could have been an expansion. Could have been an expansion, yeah. But all, this, all I'm saying is just, like, there's no point to it. And if you go back and, like, just, if you argue the debates of, like, cloning and, like, how things work here versus how things work there. Yeah. You're just gonna. It, it's not gonna end well for you. You know, so, I'm getting that. So is I, well. I understand what you're saying. Okay. Is, is I have a very distinct image of uh, Luke Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, so is is I, I don't know this for fact. Is um, Force Unleashed like the execution of Order sixty six? Is that what that is? What do you mean? Like the hunting down the last remaining Jedi. What well, he's doing is yeah, yeah. it's exactly that. Yeah. Is that is that Order sixty six though? Yeah, that is what that. It is, is an extension of it. It's yeah. an extension. Essentially, of it. it's just like they're they're. I mean, now that I mean more obvious now than anything else, including you know with rebels and everything like that. There are just Jedi who just did not get taken out mm-hmm. during the first initial hours because they're just they're spread out across the galaxy. So some of them were able to. Some of them were able to overcome them. Some of them just didn't have clones around them right. when it was given or something like that. Luck of the draw all over the place. You know? So with yeah. that in mind, I think I mentioned this on your podcast when we were talking about Jedi Fallen Order. When this game comes out, if it does take place during the execution of Order 66 and you're a Jedi on the run, could you run into Starkiller? No. Probably not. Trying to hunt no. you down. Because it's a canon like character now, right? No. Yeah. I mean, stuff, you I won't be you won't run into him because he wasn't born yet. The whole idea at the first beginning of the game of the Force Unleashed is that the Jedi you come to find had a son who after, was also a Jedi. Yeah, but that was after Order sixty six had already happened. He was living there for the longest time, maybe like four well, or five years old. He was mm, he was real young. That's the baby was born on Kashyyyk. They it's, never knew about it. It was not in the logs or anything like that. Why else would he have the baby? Why else would that be his father? But he's but Starkiller is older than Leia. Right. We can agree to that. Right. And she was born on the day that execute or that Order sixty six was executed. That's also true. So this could be like a Jedi who was like lo- that's the problem we have to really set up here because if it if it truly was happening at the same time as Order sixty six when Leia was indeed born then he would be the same height as Leia. Right. It doesn't make any sense to that. So that would also mean. That when Starkiller was found, he would have had to have been at least four or five, something like that, to be at least a bit taller than Leia in the game. Yeah. I mean, I would say that he's portrayed as a young adult. Yeah. 
like you know, nineteen twenty somewhere yeah. in that yeah. range. Impressionable enough to be Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the way to like, still be yeah. swayed by what Vader has you right. know, offering. The, the way I always just kind of saw it was just like I said, that this was a Jedi who was on the run from Order sixty six because he knew that like if he got caught he was gonna get killed. He fell in love, they had a kid. Two years later when they actually go and take on Kashyyyk, that's when he gets found out. That's all I was getting at. But right. I don't. I don't really think that's right. I, I mean, it's not. Con- it's you said not you read the book, though, right? Yeah, but it doesn't answer that as as well as oh, you think. Okay. It doesn't set it like that's the other side of this. There's no timeline that they actually set up in books unless they're ex- like explicitly specified. But otherwise, it's just kind of assumed. Like, oh yeah, this just happens over the span of a week or a year or something like okay. that. Like that's it. And I'll assume all of those are unanswered because it's non-canon. It's just here's an off. Yeah, but it, yeah. but it includes canon characters, and that's why I'm so confused. Right? By it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that is the challenge. Like with that and other stories that are like uh, like Death Troopers was one that we talked about earlier. Yeah, it's more uh, fan fiction. Than yeah. Else. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I th- like I think the concept of Star Killer certainly lives on. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the Inquisitors in both the Darth Vader comics. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It seems like the, the prototype of yes. that idea. Right. Yeah. But I would highly doubt that we'll see actual Galen Merrick, like, mm-hmm. come back and, and be a character right. in I mean, Fallen they, Order. They've already done what they usually do is whenever they use a name and they like that name, they just keep it. And they just put Urso at the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Jen. Jen's father. Yeah. So oh, well. I never... Never made that connection. Well, you never think of him as Galen Merrick. You think of him as Starkiller. Yeah, yeah. I never even knew his name was Galen until after the. Like, I actually read the book, and I was like, "Who? Who's Galen? (laughs) What?" (laughs) So, anyways, so so, yeah. So we have so we have the Lego Star Wars series Force Unleashed, and then we didn't talk about the trilogy arcade. I talked about it on my list. You talked about a little bit on your list. Yeah, Brandon or Roman, do you guys have any strong thoughts on that? Well, I'll say this. I I think the you know. You guys kind of hit a, a nerve in terms of talking about like the cultural impact of it of in terms days. of like being yeah like you know you're at uh, Chuck E. Cheese as, as you talked about Connor or, Damon's yeah like Damon's, Damon's or, or Callahan's, Callahan's yeah. were the other for all places. you Pittsburgh natives yeah. <laughs> in the South yeah. Hills yeah particularly yeah. like Bridgeville slash mm. Collier area <laughs> um, where literally was, we all grew up was Damon's uh, was that was a uh, that was like near Moe's, right? Walnut, that's yeah, where Walnut, Walnut Grill is. Yeah, now. that's what I thought. It's been forever. <laughs> right outside the high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We used to go there after. Yeah, and that, but like that does strike a nerve in terms of like I have very you know elucidated memories of like oh wow I can't believe you're here I can't believe you're doing it like yeah, how did you yeah. get to Vader um, you know and, and the impact of that can't be ignored so I you know that has an unexpected soft spot I think in my list. But, I don't know. I mean, does it top those other games that we've kind of gotten into? It's true. You never had that thrill of, like, coming to the arcade when, like, someone left and they thought they lost, but the game was still going? going. And it's like, <laughs> I could still do this. <laughs> my, well, just jump right yeah, in. My par- like, my parents were always cheap that way, if I, could, if <laughs> oh, I will. For like, sure. They ne- like, it would be like, here is a dollar. Spend it wisely. Oh, my God. <laughs> so... So like I just feel like I I don't have a whole lot of experience playing the arcade game mm-hmm. for whatever that's worth. It was it was a it was a quarter monger. It took yeah. it, it it ate your quarters pretty. It, it wasn't forgiving. That's why yeah. it's doable. It's not forgiving. Having though. the tokens, forget about it. It's no. just like I said. I just got a pocket full and just kept pumping them in there. I didn't have to pay anything. Yeah, and I still didn't beat it. They just like I just wanted to try. <laughs> 
Um, but between like that and the battle pod, there's something to be said about the Star Wars arcade experience because even when we mentioned in our last show, one of the very first <coughs> arcade games that revolutionized 3D graphics in the yeah. arcade was the Star Wars arcade game that came out in 1983. Mm-hmm. So I think it's it's a very important part of the arcade culture, which I think we're losing a little bit. But there seems to be a resurgence in like barcades and like off hours arcade bars with like old school cabinets where yeah. you can like get like a like a five like a five dollar pizza and a two dollar beer and then play unlimited games for ten bucks or mm-hmm. something. Um, is there a place like that in Pittsburgh? Because there was a place like that when I was living in Rhode Island yeah, called the Arcade Bar. Yeah, it's actually the name of your podcast. Oh, is yeah. it Games in that? Games yeah. 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 Nice. Unfortunate coincidence. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe we'll sync up with them and they can pay us to keep doing the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no joke, though. They are really nice. It's uh, you, you pay by the hour, but like pay by the hour is like you pay three bucks for the first hour, five bucks for the second hour, or whatever. Like however many hours you think you're going to be there, you pay that amount. Yeah. yeah everything is free except... Uh, duck bowling upstairs. That's it. Oh, I do love duck bowling. Yeah, it's like a pocket <laughs> game. Which it, yeah, you, you can spend that. Yeah. It's not a big deal. How many cabinets are there? Uh, there's there's a whole back room that's all pinballs. I'd say maybe roughly maybe six to eight on each wall. Mm-hmm. And then they have like the old Area 51 Pac Man like in this like subbed off area. There's areas where you can like win tickets and you can actually get like the gift. You know, you can, oh, you can get cards. They have a little pool area I think with like three or four pool tables. And then also it's BYOB, so if you bring in like a six pack, That's they'll dangerous. put it, they'll put it in the fridge for you, and you just go up say, oh, it's fine, you know, give me that bud or whatever it is, uh, you know, that's mine, and you can just walk around with a beer. Guys, what are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to figure out number five, Andrew. That's true. Okay. <laughs> Brandon, do you have any thoughts? Yeah, here's on the Star here's Wars where I stand with. So we're between what Lego Star Wars we said. Said so the Lego Star Wars series, Force Unleashed, Battlefront Two by EA, and then Star Wars Trilogy Arcade. All right, so. I feel like we could, for me, I, I could throw throw out the Lego Star Wars because I feel like of those four, it is the least like true Star yes. Wars. Well, I think that's Star Wars. A, that was it's actually going to be an argument almost. that I was going to make yeah. to that end. Is it's like, parody. yeah, and like you play that game, you play you know the Marvel games, <coughs> Lego Marvel, mm-hmm. you play Lego Harry Potter, you play Lego DC. Guess what? They all play the same. Yeah, yeah. it's the same right. two-button yeah. control scheme. Right. Like, yeah. It's just a different coat of paint. Yeah. yeah. So can we agree for that reason that we can that one can? I don't think it's as that. special that it needs to be regarded, but right. it right. is the first Lego uh, Lego um, well franchise game franchise game that yeah. was a that was and a it's property the best-selling not. Star Wars game of all time. Yeah. 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 So I mean that says something, but I agree with you for our equates quality. For our little slice of the world with our games that we're talking about, yes. I'm fine leaving okay. it off the list. So then, don't hate on me for this, but this, the arcade, I feel like it, it it's just showing us moments, letting us play through moments. Yeah. Yes. It's not giving us anything new. It's more or less just a, they've, like I said they've before, it's almost like a virtual reality feel to yeah. it. Yeah. So, be more and than, it's than almost, anything else. Yeah. And it's almost the exact opposite of like what we've talked about with Dark Forces and KOTOR. Right. For instance, where it's yeah. like, you know, those are the experiences that you get outside of, you don't need your Han, Luke, Leia, mm-hmm. etc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not really adding anything. I don't think it's adding anything to the, it's not adding to the, the storytelling of Star Wars. And I don't think it has anything game wise aside from just like, it's a cool experience versus a cool game. In the same way that like, like when we're talking about like PSVR, like just virtual reality games and so on. There's definitely some VR games that are VR games and some that are VR experiences. Right. I think this would be more akin to like a VR experience. Experience. Sure. 
I can so, go along with that. So for me, I would throw that one out, which would take us to Force Unleashed and Battlefront 2, EA's Battlefront 2. Yes. Yep. And that's where I'm like, hmm, I could go either way on that, and it just kind of probably depend on the day. Well, talk talk to us. What are you thinking? So just in just from having played Force Unleashed so recently, um, I feel like I had a lot more nostalgia goggles going into it and then once i played it i was like wow this is way more on rails than i really realized yes. it actually was yeah i mean there's never anything wrong with that if they do it right you can have well, a good time with it but that's the but thing I don't is know like they do. that first level oh the cool. how many times were we like not kashik but the the the, bed. the first the yeah. first star killer level the i think it's a star destroyer i think is what well, it you is. just say you're tired factory yeah and it was just yeah. like it really felt like it was overstaying its welcome, and I don't think that it really <laughs> diverged too much from that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, don't know, I feel like you could get more more of a variety of stuff to do and ways to play the game with Battlefront Two than you would with, um, Force, with Unleashed. Force Unleashed. Yeah. You know, what, to that end, I would agree with that because, like, as to you, as you say, it's. If you don't feel like playing like a Jedi for whatever reason, you can play as a heavy. You can play as a specialist. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. You can you be can a grunt. Fly ships. You can be a total. Yeah. Yeah. You so. can be an officer. Yeah. And just you can just inspire, inspire people. Yeah. <laughs> it's a perfectly viable way to get to the top of the scoreboard. Yeah. You yep. can do it. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Good choice, man. For all the rebellions. So. I know. I, I to that. I, I think. It, does everyone agree that that's a pretty good consensus? I would I'd say like Battlefront yeah. Two. Battlefront Two. I've been I've been swayed. <laughs> uh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think it is. It oh. is an experience that you don't get in a lot that you really don't get elsewhere, and and it is true that it's like you know with Force Unleashed, it's like yes, I like the powers, I like the the feeling that you have, but I could also just like the you know the on railsness of it is like yeah, I can just pl- like you know I could just watch this movie or whatever. Yeah, yeah. like that would be fine by me. You're going to have more, like, individual unique experiences with Battlefront 2 than you will with Force Unleashed. Right, because Force Unleashed is going to give you the experience it wants you to have. Whereas Battlefront's like, we're going to give you all the pieces, you make make your own experience. Right. I agree with that. Which, there's something to be said about, like, when you first load in as, like, a Han Solo, and then you hear... The Millennium Falcon music when like mm-hmm. like the gunner music. Da, 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 da. Like yeah. that just I'm like, yeah, like it's like somebody gave me a shot of adrenaline directly yep. in my chest. And I've just become a totally different person. Mm-hmm. It like it Force Unleashed yeah. definitely honorable mention. It is one of the best single player Star Wars experiences you can have. But I completely agree with you guys that EA's Battlefront 2 is worthy and deserving of that number five spot. Nice. Yes. So with that said. Here is the definitive top five best Star Wars games you can go play right now today. According to GamesNet and Greedo Shuffers. <laughs> <laughs> Number five, EA's Battlefront 2. Yes. Number four, Rogue Squadron 2, Rogue Leader. Mm-hmm. Number three, Knights of the Old Republic. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with Star Wars Old Republic. That is an MMO. People confuse those a lot. Mm-hmm. Do not confuse those. They are totally separate games. Number two... Dark Forces 2 Jedi Knight. Mm-hmm. Number one, the OG Battlefront 2 from 2005. Thanos yes. would love this list. Yeah. It's perfectly balanced <laughs> as all things should be. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Book ended with the two Battlefront 2 games, and then we have each of those next to a sequel, and then in the middle, we have. <laughs> is an OG. Is an OG game. Yes. 
Fair enough. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing about games is that a lot of the time the sequel is way better than the original. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not like movies. It's not like television series. Yeah. Yeah. They're just trying something out the first time. Then the second time they're like, okay, now we'll actually bring in all the. Yeah, things it's that conceptual to yes. realization. Yep. Always. Um, I am totally fine with this list, and it is not what I thought it was going to be. No, <laughs> no, it, it definitely it, it zigged when we thought it was going to zag. Yeah. No. I mean, I think at one point when we were kind of all talking about this a little bit, like I said, I think both Battlefront 2 games could deserve a place on the list. I did not think they would both make it. Yeah, yeah. By, let alone, let alone sandwich yeah. the other sequels that yeah. we threw in there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. um, so with that said, that's our definitive top five. Uh, we're wrapping up here uh, in a little bit, but just before we do, I want to go around the horn one more time because there are over 150 Star Wars games that have come out since 1982. Is there anything else that you guys want to get off your chest? Speak now or forever hold your peace regarding Star Wars game. Honorable mentions or the like. Memories that you have. Favorite games. Favorite moments. Uh, Recommendations to people like, hey, go back and give this another try. I would love to go around the horn and see what everybody thinks. And Connor... Sounds like you got something you want to get off your chest, man. It's three games. That's it. That's I mean, everything else we basically hit on. We we talked about Legos. We talked about uh, Bounty Hunter. Uh, we talked about Force Unleashed. Those are the only ones that I had. Mm-hmm. Uh, right off the bat, Starfighter one and two. Uh, one's a little bit clunky. Two's a little bit better. I mean, it's it, it's not the best flight simulator you ever have out there. But you fly a Jedi Starfighter. It's a cool ship. Yeah. Have a good time with it. It's it's not the best, but it's fun. And then uh, I would also just say check out uh, Star Wars Pod Racer for the N64. Mm-hmm. You can't go wrong with the arcade game. game too. The Pod yes, Racing the, arcade game is the also arcade excellent. game is yeah. super hard, but it's super rewarding when you figure it out. Yeah, and you get to sit in the cockpit, in the cockpit. of the Pod Racer, yeah. Anakin's Pod Racer. Now this is Pod Racing. Yeah. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> so that's me, uh, Andrew. Uh, sure, my uh, you know I think one of the it's almost like so underrated that it's properly rated. But Star Wars Republic Commando is a solid first-person shooter uh, that a lot of people kind of overlook. Uh, Empire at War is one that I want to bring up real briefly. We didn't talk about any RTS games, and there are a ton of Star Wars yeah. RTS games. Yeah, it's not my Spoiler alert, I hate RTS games. Yeah, <laughs> Spoiler alert, no duh, me too. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally the only one that I've ever actually enjoyed playing. Yeah. Um, but as such, it's like... I, I love this game. Like, yeah. So, uh, so it's just on there. Uh, I think we've talked about a lot of the other things that I mentioned. The only other game, I guess, on my mind is just like Shadows of the Empire. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think any of us rated it very highly because it's not a good game. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think it certainly opened up the door for you know people that are like our age uh, in terms of playing Star Wars games. Yeah, because uh, it was the first console game uh, that I can remember. Uh, that came out in our lifetime. So it was just kind of like a new experience. You know, well, I should say, I guess we were probably all a little too young for like the SNES, Super Star Wars, Super Empire. Mm -hmm. Which are impossibly hard and are not worth going back and playing at all. Um, They look really good. Yeah. But But I just remember like obsessing over the Shadows of the Empire game with friends at that time and being like, I can't believe like this thing's so cool, even though it really wasn't. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah some of those rts games that you were talking about if you guys do want to go out there and play them you can check out star wars empire at war star mm-hmm. wars rebellion and the big one star wars galactic battlegrounds saga yes. i think yeah. that's the one that's widely regarded as the best star wars rts 
Brandon, how about yourself? Uh, the only one that, I, that we didn't talk about that I had in my honorable mentions was uh, Jedi Power Battles. Whenever I was on with you guys. <laughs> yes, we did talk we about We talked about Jedi Power Battles. Um, Connor and I, we played hours oh, yeah. upon hours of that game. Because all you wanted to do was play as Darth Maul, but you had to beat the game yeah. first to even get it. Yep. We never did. Mm-hmm. I think it got to the point where we got to the end where like Qui-Gon and... Darth Maul were like fighting in the background. You had to get to him. Mm-hmm. We could never figure it out or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a power trip game. Yeah, but very fun. I don't know if it holds up. I honestly probably haven't touched it since whenever the last time we picked up a, a PlayStation. <laughs> On PlayStation One, yeah. So uh, if you have that laying around and you want to fire that onto the uh, TV and let us know if it sucks anymore, <laughs> I might uh, still have, let like, us know. I have a PS One. I might actually still have it somewhere. I'll see if I can find it. I would definitely, definitely be into trying that if you right. have it. Yeah, all right, okay. uh, Andrew. Yeah. Um, me personally, uh, one of the only uh, Star Wars game memories I have um, it, it is really playing um, the Episode One Phantom Menace on PlayStation at Roman's house. He had it, and we played the crap out of it. And that game is relentlessly hard, and it is not good by any stretch of the imagination. It captures nothing Star Wars. It is hard to even call it a game for what it was at the time. <laughs> for what it was at the time, considering how young you were when yeah. that movie came out and how excited you were. You couldn't go wrong. Well, That's between you can smack on the little roadie and on dead. You can kill. You can. All, it's one of the. It's one. You of, kill somebody and you can't go any further. You have to like restart oh, the game. Geez. I'm pretty sure, and don't quote me on this, but I'm I'm almost positive, ninety nine point nine percent, that it's one of two Star Wars games you can kill Jar Jar Binks in. Mm. Maybe I do believe you can kill Jar Jar. It, it, it fails you. It fails your yeah, mission, but, but you can you do can it. do it. <laughs> The it's, Lego Star Wars series is the other game you can kill Jar Jar. Yes, yeah. and it, well, but it doesn't yeah. fail your mission. Right, <laughs> it's totally fair game. Yeah, man. totally a fair game. Um, Maybe we should revisit the Lego series then. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mentioned it. I mentioned it in our previous episode, but the new ish it came out like three or five three to five years ago but the the new star wars battle pod arcade is awesome Mm -hmm. if you're near like a dave and busters or any kind of major chain arcade or just your local arcade and they have a star wars battle pod and you're a fan of the trilogy or the originals or whatever go check it out it is an awesome star wars experience uh arcadey just like the trilogy but it's cool to just be surrounded and feel like you're it feels like you're in an imax movie theater Mm -hmm. Yeah. playing a star wars experience yeah, 4d experience it's really it's really cool um but no i pretty much got everything i wanted to out of uh my personal top five and even our shared top five nice so i feel really good about it yes good roman did you enjoy yourself today well now how am i supposed to yeah. answer <laughs> <laughs> See, that's my life, <laughs> i'm just kidding um, what are your favorite Star Wars games for those of you listening? Did, was there one that we left off? Is there one that we missed? Is there one that's widely regarded as the best and we just didn't talk about it? We want to hear about it. Let us know in the comments. Tell us on Facebook. You can email us. You can email us at the GNA podcast. That's Golf November Alpha, the Golf November Alpha <laughs> podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash GNA podcast. You can uh, wrong. It's actually GamesNet. Is it GamesNet? <laughs> we got games GamesNet. Nice. So yeah. it's facebook.com slash GamesNet. Yes. All you Nats out there. The Nats. That's what we call our fans. That's uh, nice. <laughs> no, we don't. We don't have any fans. <laughs> well, we do now. <laughs> if we had fans. If we had fans, we would you call them the Nats. Yeah, you guys are the Nats. Fair enough. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. Uh, so we said Facebook. We said the email. Uh, this podcast will be going live hopefully on Wednesday. Uh, no live stream this week, obviously, for those of you who join us. But we do typically stream live on Tuesdays on Facebook. I'm starting the audio up Paul, with a with a video. Sure. With just static Tuesday, video. Yeah. Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Uh, we typically go live Eastern Standard Time. Um, if you want to join us, and uh, I think we're looking, Brandon and I were discussing uh, doing a little format change. Uh, we might be going away from Facebook in the future, trying out some Twitch streams, uh, maybe even doing some more pre-recorded stuff, so that we can give you guys a bit more of a robust experience. So it's not just streaming gameplay and two white boy losers talking about games. Get some actual uh, gameplay loops in there and do some actual overlays and stuff. So we'll, we'll kind of. Let that stew for a bit and figure out exactly what we want to do on it. But it's it's definitely not off the table. Right. And if there's anything you'd like to see us do, uh, we're totally open to it. Let us know what you think. Anything, again, share us in any of the uh, ways that I shared previously. You can reach us out. Um, but as always, Brandon, we talked about a lot of Star Wars today. A lot of Star Wars. We talked about a lot of Star Wars. Connor. A lot more Star Wars than we talked about. A lot of Star Wars today. A lot of Star Wars. Roman. <laughs> we talked about a lot of Star Wars today. And it was a boring conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but regardless of all the games you talked about, and even our definitive top five, yeah, you can take that with you, and you can figure out a game that you want to play, and maybe you will go fire up the OG Battlefront 2 and enjoy it for yourself. But maybe you'll hate it. Maybe you'll love it. Maybe it'll be your favorite game of all time. It'll be the worst game you ever played. But the truth is, regardless of what we say, the only opinion that matters is yours. We'll see you next week. <laughs> is that right? It's your own. It's your own, but yeah. yeah. Right. I don't know. I got excited. Oh, I bet it was. Yes. Say, <sighs> so don't forget to subscribe. Don't subscribe.